Welcome back to The Human Exception. This week, Nathan is going to tell us about the cult that operated in our own backyard of Vancouver Island, led by the mysterious Brother 12. Expect foul language, but as we're also talking about cults, expect descriptions of coercive and controlling behavior, religious manipulation, and, well, of course, cults. Let's get ready for another Human Exception. Nathan. Woo, woo, woo. Yep. All right. Uh, so I didn't get the uh, the hint. Um, and going to be talking about a, a local uh, dead old man. Um, oh. Wasn't born locally though, but lived locally. Okay. Um, so Edward Arthur Wilson, um, born in uh, Birmingham, England, to a very religious family in uh, July of 1878. Okay. Man with three um, names. Got it. Got man it. with three names. Yep. Uh, he would claim later on in life that he was visited by angels in his childhood. Okay. Um, and received visions. Okay. Um, <clears throat> throughout his time being, um, throughout his life, did various jobs, uh, but eventually came to Canada in 1905. Studied world religions um and just basically devoted himself to the study of like science religions all sorts of things that the um basically what the world had to offer uh what humans were intrinsically attracted to and so he was a mariner for most of his life uh, up until the time that he settled in New Zealand and had a family. Uh, eventually, he would leave his wife and his children behind and come to British Columbia, where... Uh, Sorry, I got that one. I got that wrong. He he lived in the south of France for a while, okay. um, and eventually started coming out that I'm starting to hear voices. Um, oh, and I need to go, and I need to share this this information. I need to share what sure. I am being told. Um, 
at the time, he was a student of a movement called Theosophy. Shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Basically, a grab bag of assorted religious and philosophical beliefs. Um, Anywhere from Hinduism to Christianity to Neoplatonism. Um, yeah, it was like flavor of the week. It, yeah. it really was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so he, he eventually thought that um, he started hearing these visions of, uh, from one of the, uh, one of the masters of ancient wisdom um from the great white brotherhood oh <laughs> oh so <laughs> these masters of ancient wisdom or the ascended masters uh-huh. the church invisible um or simply the hierarchy as they were referred to were said to um be filled with such people as like Jesus and uh, Buddha um, and other folks. He specifically thought that he was um, channeling the thoughts and the beliefs of the 12th brother. And so he would become brother 12. What is the 12th brother? Uh Shut up. I know this story. Oh my god. Uh they don't say. Just okay. that there is a no. just But he's he's the brother to who though? Unless you No, he's part of the brotherhood. The great white. Yeah, but brotherhood. you said he was the so best he's... brother though. Yes. So if you are part of the brotherhood, you are a brother of the brotherhood. But who yeah. are the other eleven brothers? Like Jesus and yeah. Buddha. Oh, I see. Yeah. He's, a, okay. he's yes. like an That's ascended an master. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 Fuck. Fuck. Is this, is this, this the same time? So wait, he would have been running around the same time Helena Blavatsky would have been, right? Yeah, uh, yes. So okay. she Fuck. was actually one of the founders she of, was. Yeah. Uh, of yeah, the yeah, yeah. society of, uh, or the Theophosical Society. This is some um, good. This is in my fucking wheelhouse. This is some good <laughs> shit. And like the whole, I I didn't have time to like dig deep into the theosophy portion. Oh, oh. but it's like, it's a, yeah, it's the whole thing. It's um, a whole thing. It's influenced by Enochian language and the belief of the language of angels. So you're talking about John D and that guy and those people. It ties into Crowley took um, inspiration from this. Oh, it's oh, it's oh, it's it's so fucking weird. Yeah, it's it's a thing. Um, uh. So in uh, the late uh, 1920s, he settles on. Vancouver Island, uh, specifically Cedar by the Sea, which is a suburb of Nanaimo. 
Unfortunately, so Courtney Courtney's lives. not here. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, this guy had all sorts of people bought into the, the theosophy ideal. Um, he created basically his own cult, um, his own group of people there. Uh, called the Aquarian Foundation. Um, and in... Uh, so in 1927, the first group of folks met in Vancouver, and then they sailed across to Nanaimo, um, which at the time was just a small village. I have to show you that. There is a comic book, at least one issue, that was based around this story. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. <laughs> um, and like any good cult leader worth their salt, um, they attracted wealthy people. He eventually took the, the cult away from Nanaimo, uh, to De Courcy Island and uh, Valdez Island um, in, in the same area, obviously, just like smaller islands around uh, Vancouver. Oh, okay. okay. Um, I'm looking at a map. I was like, had, where like, is that at? But he had like this big compound that people would live in. Oh, uh, wow. And I'm going to... Um, oh, crap, I just had it. Here we go. Uh, so... About two years ago, the farm that he had everyone living on sold for about $2.8 million. Um, yeah. Whoa. Big. big. Um, wow. Uh, so it's a big fucking place. Um, huh. But again, um, so any, any person worth any sort of money across Canada and the U.S., he roped in. Um, at one point he had a, like a chicken farmer from Florida, uh, giving him money and basically dropping all of their belongings and were shipping off to Canada. Um, he managed to get $25,000 at the time out of this guy, which now... Wow. Would be upwards of uh, $300,000 or more. Whoa. That's so much money. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, these overhead shots in that article you linked. Yeah, wow. I mean, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, again, uh, the houses there were built to be sturdy. They were built to be um, to protect these people because Armageddon was coming. Um, oh, they needed to be nice. a self-sufficient spiritual community. And um, and everyone had to do their part. So um, basically, if you were having children, the children had to be working all the time. Um, work is the is the fundamental um, 
protector of children from the outside world. So if they're always working, they can't talk to the outside world. They cannot be right. influenced by it. High, what is that? High control group? Yeah, mm -hmm. a high, yeah. high control group. Oof. Yeah. yeah. Um, their belief was that if they stayed within this... Um, uh, within this group and isolated themselves from the outside world on their little island and their little farm that when Armageddon would come that they would be safe and they could they would be the special group that would usher in the new millennium hmm. this guy was like this guy was wild at one point, he was sort of focused on, at one point, like, sort of global dictatorship. And in uh, 1928, he traveled to D.C. because he wanted to get support from um, just anyone in the U.S. political support. So he ended up okay. aligning himself with, like, Protestant groups. Um, the that, yeah. and like the KKK. That makes um, sense. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> and like other, um, and like other political folks who just weren't fans of, uh, of like Hoover or Alfred Smith at the time. Sure. Um, basically, he was like. I'm going to try and, and figure this out. I'm going to get all of their help and we're going to, we're going to usher in a new, um, a new like presidency basically. But he wasn't the one that was interested in becoming the president. Um, he was actually trying to get his like KKK friend to be, to like go up and, run for presidency he thought <laughs> oh, that no. through this guy he could achieve his goals of the of the dictatorship starting with the u.s or starting with america um and so <clears throat> as as all of this went on um like it, it, nothing really came to fruition but he was traveling around and trying to like lobby people for his cause. These other people were back on the island and continuing to live life as, as he deemed fit. Um, having they were basically, uh, one of the, one of the articles actually from the Nanaimo paper at the time, uh, sorry, the Victoria paper at the time uh, refers to them as uh, as willing slaves. So the rich forsook their wealth wow. wealth to become slaves. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. Eesh. Oh, I can't copy it. Thanks. Um, while he was out there, he traveled to New York to work with a um work with a physician and out there he would meet his wife so or i guess he would sorry he would meet his paramour i guess 
not his wife. I was gonna say, wasn't he already married? The wife, he was. They never got legally married. Um, so his girlfriend, um, or the woman that he positioned as his wife, uh, Emma Wilson, um, they were never legally married. So when he was out in New York, uh, he basically started an affair with the wife of a physician. Um, and then basically, uh, kind of came up to, came up with this idea that if he, they were to have kids together, that they would be the gods, they would be, um, reincarnations of, uh, Osiris and Isis, that their children oh. would become world teachers. Yeah. Oh. Boy, I'm getting some Jack Parsons in here. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, this is yeah. Like, like Adam have... and Eve, like PDF we found on the CIA website. <laughs> website. All the guys yeah. get together. Like giant party. There's his whole thing sort of takes ideas from like Scientology and like even like other religions and just sort of mashes everything together and says. Whatever works, we're gonna run with. Hmm. Eventually, his uh, his infidelity would piss off some of his members who would sure. take him to court. Um, and basically, the they were he was accused in October by the foundation um, of sorry October of uh, twenty eight by the foundation basically of misappropriating the $25,000 contribution. Okay. Which, of course, 100% he was. Um, yeah. <laughs> sure. And uh, the charge was dismissed, even though they took, they took him to court for it. The charge was dismissed because the donor said, well, it was a gift. He can do whatever uh, he wanted with it. Okay. Um, and uh, in a case later, there was a worker at the colony um, who brought him to suit for unpaid wages. Um, and <laughs> supposedly, uh, Brother 12 was alleged to have used his occult powers to disable his opponents, causing oh. people to faint in court and the plaintiff's lawyer to forget his argument. Um, oh, no. Yes. No. <laughs> um, during the whole affair mm -hmm. ordeal, uh, he and his partner tried to have children multiple times. She was unable. Um, she miscarried both times. Um, and... Along with this and his failed political plans that he was promising everyone as part of his group um, would come to fruition, there started to be like a little discord, a breakdown. Basically, people are accusing you of this. Um, this woman that you're trying to have children with and like reincarnate gods isn't having your kids. Like, 
what's going on. Um, so there's a little bit of discord happening. Um, sure. But as... How many of his members did he sleep with? Oh, probably. That uh, I'm going to say usually enough. happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh. He was still undeterred, obviously. He expanded his original settlement. Um, and the, um, he renamed the settlement to the Brothers Center, um, declaring it that it would be a city of refuge, uh, where only a select few, uh, that he invited to live there would survive the coming collapse of the social order. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow he accurately predicted the stock market crash in October of 29. <laughs> I um, mean, a broke clock is wrong, is right twice a day, right? Yeah. For sure. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure he's making a lot of predictions. <laughs> <laughs> I got this one. This one. Um, he, and, like, all of this was kind of in, like, monthly letters that he would put out uh, to people um, that just sort of, like, followed the the other, other religious organizations who would put out letters and keep their people engaged kind of thing. Um, eventually, he would have a new lady. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, her name was Edith Mabel Scotto. Um, she came in the spring of 29 and they participated in what would be considered an occult marriage and changed their names to Emile de Valdes and Zura de Valdes. Um, mm. Okay. Some Jack Parsons eventually... Marjorie Cameron thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> uh so after their after their uh... trips abroad and getting married, they would come back to the settlement on the island um from a trip to England. Um and according to his followers, something had changed about him. He began to isolate himself from his disciples, um, became hmm. super paranoid, um, and he provided weapons to a small group of his followers. Oh, oh no. Um, decided he needed to fortify his colony, and then uh, was also prone to uh, irrational rages. Uh, so no. people, I guess, yeah, he was uh, known to use drugs from time to time. Um, they are they aren't sure whether it was drugs, mental instability, because he almost died at sea during the voyage. Um, 
or just um, the man as they say, the manifestations of progressive madness, which had been noticed as early as 26. Um, eventually, Mabel, um, Edith, would become overseer and uh, Brother 12 used her to impose a regime of extreme physical labor, forcing them to work okay. long hours um, on the farm, basically turning it into a slave camp. That's um, Yeah. <clears throat> so... Um, years later, uh, it basically through the whole thing, it was, it was basically, this is just a test of your spirituality and of your faithfulness to, to myself and our vision, everything will be fine, but for now you just have to prove yourself. Um, mm -hmm. and eventually in 32, uh, brother 12's mental condition would get worse. Um, and because of his continued um, harsh uh, expectations, the members revolted. Um, and ex they refused to work, basically, until he explained why he was turning into a tyrant and asking for random, arbitrary, like, work. Um, instead of giving them the answer, he just got pissed off and banished everyone. Mm -hmm. It's like, fine, fuck off, just leave. <laughs> um, after that, two of his former disciples, sorry, um, the group essentially left. They formed their own group. Like, fuck you, we're going to make our own group and we're going to be the ones that survive after Armageddon. And completely left Brother 12 and denounced his leadership. Uh, eventually, some of the other folks would come back and take legal action to recover the funds that they contributed. And these lawsuits were, were heard in, in Nanaimo and were featured in the local papers as well. Just like the most wild shit for the time that you would expect. I have newspaper clippings. Oh, shit. I can't copy them, but... Uh, okay, so Brother 12 and his paradise that was lost. Recent trials have shed light on weird rituals practiced by the Aquarian cult on the Pacific Islands. <laughs> um... <laughs> oh. Uh, Victoria, BC, May 20th. Brother 12 is missing. Uh, a search is being made by lawyers for this self-announced fela of divinity following judgment just rendered by Chief Justice Morrison of the Supreme Court of British Columbia in the strangest case that ever appeared in a Canadian court. Tales of how once well-to-do Americans and Britishers were held in virtual slavery on fortified islands off of Vancouver Island of attempted assassination by means of black magic, oh. of buried gold, 
and of strange rites revolving about a house of mystery were revealed to the court in two claims preferred, uh, preferred against the delegate of the gods. Oh my god. If I remember right, it was something like he his wealth was like all in gold. Mm-hmm. And he took it with him everywhere. Yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh. There is a um there's like a bunch of other stuff here as well. Like what happened to this cult leader's lost treasure? Um and like no one really knows huh. um what what really happened to it uh like yeah he took it everywhere with him um in 34 i want to say um after yeah it had to have been in 34 he moved to switzerland and that's where he passed away in the same year okay. um but like after that everything's like well what the fuck um what happened so yeah like this whole situation kind of rocked vancouver island and just like weird shit and the whole front page is um is all just this Oh, man. Uh, the one the one article spans the whole page and breaks everything down like golden jam jars um mysterious cargo visits to europe the end of brotherly love house of mystery um and then there's the the side article like master ruled disciples from mystery house Abject followers tried to carry out orders he claimed came from the spirit world. Oof. Um, yeah, it was it was a lot. Yeah. Um, Ow. And it just continued to get more and more and more intense for these people. Yeah. Um, at at one point there was a um. People were trying to connect his his whole situation <clears throat> to the continent of Mu, um, where folks thought that Atlantis had existed, and they were like, okay. so it, it even like fucking rolled into this pseudo archaeology at one point where um, there are carvings. Um, here in in bc that um like rock carvings uh let's see if i can find this here we go that they thought were associated with um with his group and they were like maybe this maybe these rock carvings originally came from the the continent of mu which was supposed to be this massive continent in the pacific ocean uh, where Atlantis resided, and eventually the whole fucking plate sunk. So, um, yeah. Never mind the actual, very likely indigenous people who. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Forget that. Yeah. It's clearly Atlantis. Yeah. 
clearly. <laughs> um, okay. So he passed away um, in in thirty four uh, in uh, in Switzerland, and Mabel changed her name back to, I believe she was using, she went back to using the surname of her former husband. Um, and then just fucking um, disappeared. Uh, people huh. um, they say that he died November 7th, 34. Um, supposedly there have been credible sightings two years later in San Francisco to see him, but, uh, and that his death might've been faked, but who knows? Okay. Uh, she changed her name and they don't know what happened to her. So they don't know ultimately if he had actually died. Um, and they definitely know, don't know at the end what happened to her after they just packed up and left with whatever they had left. It's just like, oh, I guess this didn't work out. Fuck it. We're going to Switzerland. <laughs> so if he, like, if he didn't die, like, I'm assuming he was buried, right? Uh, I don't know. I mean, something or someone was buried. Well, so I mean, what if 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 he didn't die, then what 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 is what what was buried? Who was buried? <laughs> right. Yeah. So. So weird. <sighs> so weird. Yeah, so weird. The whole so thing is weird. And like the whole fucking, um. Uh, like the whole theosophy thing, also super weird. The whole yeah. like great white brotherhood, odd. Yeah. Um, there is a masters. whole fucking. Yeah. There's a whole lot more to that, and. Yeah. Yeah, Helena Blavatsky is a character. Um. Gosh, and I know a lot's been done on her specifically but i don't know who the other founders of theosophy were i just know her name apparently there were 18 others really um, okay mm -hmm. <clears throat> a colonel henry Steele alcott uh william kwan judge and 16 others okay um interesting they're also their like seal is very weird. Um, oh. It is the Ouroboros with the Star of David in it with an Ankh inside of that with a swastika at the top <laughs> and um, there is I don't know what the other piece is called but yeah. yeah. Oh, some yeah. Kind of fucking wow. weird, uh, weird thing. It's really um, weird. 
that is a thing that we will have to get into. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, there's no religion higher than truth. Mm Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and their whole thing is like just like finding finding spirituality and truth, or like I have, um. Self-described as an unisectarian, uh, unsectarian body of seekers after truth who endeavor to promote brotherhood and strive to serve humanity. I'm sure they do. Sure mm-hmm. they do. Yeah. Yeah, because I like... feel like... Uh, what, what it's going to bother saying, me Hallie? now. Cause I... No, I just... It's going to bother me now because I feel like... She, I know she influenced the the spiritualist movement that was happening around the same time mm-hmm. in the United States. Um, oh, Ledbetter, yeah, Charles Webster Ledbetter, um, who kind of like was post Helena Blavatsky in this. He was a whole piece of shit pedophile. Like this whole thing attracts the worst kind of people. Georgia Rundale, who leads it until 1945, yeah. I recognize some of these names because I know they've come up and, like, it's so weird how some of this stuff connects that we've talked about mm. in the past. To, the, to this... There was one thing that I wanted to mention that I forgot that I was going to mention earlier, but there is um an Aquarian Lodge in Seattle still. Yeah, I was just going to ask, like, what happened to the Aquarians? Do they still exist? Yeah. There's an Aquarian Foundation building in... um, There's at least a couple of them. Uh, There's one in, like, this little... Okay, yeah. Apparently they're still around. Um... Yep. That's wild. Yep. The AquarianFoundation.com, the Church of Tomorrow here today, real ascended master communications. Oh, dear. oh boy. <laughs> um, gonna have to de- dig deeper into that one. The Church of Higher mm. Spiritualism. Uh oh. Tomorrow's religion here today. Oh no. <laughs> It's not even a good tagline. No. Sure isn't. Oh, yeah. that's okay. That's that's where I was remembering things because Blavatsky's theories have been by some scholars attached to and contributed to Nazi ideology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I picked that up somewhere along my thirty thousand minutes of podcast listening this year, according to Spotify or whatever the fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, it is. Woof. And like my um right. Okay, so they the the group um eventually moved to like their um I guess they had a headquarters at one point in India. Uh, in Chennai, right, right, and I'm like, yeah, that that tracks. That tracks, like, yeah. yeah. Lots of oh, lots man. of cults like like India. Um, 
even even my buddies like I've fucking seen it all. Like there's always cults there's always cults cultists and cult leaders in India. We're we are the land of cults. <laughs> oh, oh. I just kinda of giggle. But um yes, I'm gonna have I gonna have to keep looking into that because his story was was kind of weird and varied and all over the place. Like, yeah, I'm just a navigator, and then suddenly I'm a <laughs> fucking cult leader. Right. Okay. Gosh. I'm hearing voices. Time to go to Canada and build a cult. Canada of all places. Yeah. Of all places. Uh, but there is I mean, the plenty of... Beautiful. It's a perfect yeah. place to have yeah. a something. You're not going to be able to get people to stay in a place that isn't, at the very least, outwardly appealing. Like, oh, yeah. look at these beautiful grounds we have, and oh, look at the happy people in the fields farming their own dinner. Look at all mm-hmm. these fucking sheep. Yeah, yeah. Look at all these fucking sheep. There's so many fucking sheep. Yep. Yeah. Alright, well, I guess uh, <laughs> there, there we go. That's our that's what? our episode or our first episode of the season. Oh man, <laughs> it was a whirlwind trip as it always is. It sure was. <laughs> that's it for this week. But next week we are back with part one of our Christmas episode, where I'll tell you all about Perkta, one part wrathful witch, one part benevolent spiritual mother who roams the countrysides of Eastern Europe during the 12 days of Christmas just to check in and make sure that you're doing your chores. As always, links, pictures, and additional information can be found on our website at thehumanexception.com. To keep up with all things exceptional, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at The Human Exception. Have a story you want us to cover? Want to tell us that we're wrong? You just want to say hi? You can email us at thehumanexception at gmail.com. And to get on the phone, you can come join our Discord server. A link can be found on our contact page. Keep up being exceptional, my humans, and have a wonderful weekend. <laughs> <laughs>